This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Well, how about this? Carly Simon, baby, you're the best. And he is the great one, six to nine every weeknight on this station, right after our dear friend John Katz and Matidis, and right before the great Bill O'Reilly. And then, of course, has that tremendous television show, 8 p.m. every Sunday night on Fox News, Life, Liberty, and Levin. Really one of the all-time greats. And it's an honor to have him on this morning, my friend Mark Levin. Mark, welcome to New York City on this Tuesday morning. How are you, pal? Sid, that's very kind of you. I didn't know you loved me. I mean, you're playing a song like that. That's something. No, I do love you. Uh, uh, First of all, you helped sell my book, which was a big deal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm good for. No, you were great at that. And I tell you, yesterday... You know, I come from a sports background, of course, working all those years on WFAN. So I bring on a lot of sports guys on this show. Plus, we love sports in New York. And I brought on right. Stephen A. Smith, and he made it That's a point. Man. Yes, he made it a point to tell me that, hey, Sid, even though we disagree on just about everything politically, I love you and I love guys like Sean Hannity and Mark Levin. Yeah. Stephen A. is a friend of mine. Um he says that. I, I, he's much more modern than he admits, honestly. He's much more independent. Yeah. Uh, and he's definitely fiscally conservative. And he's a good guy. I mean, he is uh, He's funny. He's smart on sports. Wouldn't you admit that? Oh, he's very smart. And he's enthusiastic. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, whether it's sports or politics, to me it's almost the same. I've done both. It's more yeah. about enthusiasm, delivery, than it is about smarts. I make mistakes every day, but I fool everyone. <laughs> I guess it was very painful for you uh, watching the Eagles and the Giants over the weekend. All right, nice to talk to you, Mark. Good luck, and uh, yeah, happy, exactly. happy holidays. <laughs> I hate to tell you, I'm from Philly, and we don't have a lot to cheer about. So, uh, you know, we'll cheer for the cheerleaders if we have to. Oh, but really late, what do you mean? What do you mean? Lately, you had the other uh, Phillies run the World Series. That's true. The Eagles right now have the best record in the National Football League. I mean, you can't help it if your people are a bunch of, you know, really, uh, what's the best way to describe it? They had a jail at the uh, at the stadium, I they're, would say. They're a bunch uh, of New Yorkers. <laughs> I mean, both cities are very dangerous, to be perfectly honest with you. Well, that's and, true. Uh, yeah. And I love both cities. I mean, I was born in Philadelphia, and I got my start on WABC in New York 20 years ago. So I feel like in many ways it's my hometown. And they're a mess because the Democrats run him into the toilet. That's why. No, we had that discussion when I was a guest on your magnificent show a couple of months ago, and we talked about Eric Adams and Kathy Hochul at the time. Lee Zeldin was running against her. And you're right, all these cities, Democrat mayors, Democrat governors, although Adams is trying, they're all a mess. But I want to get to Trump. I told you in our last conversation that back in 2016, I voted for Hillary Clinton, but I was adult enough to admit very quickly That was a major mistake, and I fell in love with Donald Trump. And I say to this day, Mark Levin, that he's the greatest one-term president ever. And in my lifetime, outside of Ronald Reagan, he may have been the second best president ever. But I don't like the Trump 
I've seen the last month from the Kanye West dinner. I know what he meant about the Constitution, but he said what he said. He just seems to be unraveling before he gets started. And I know a lot of folks, maybe even you, wouldn't want to admit that, but I don't love the Trump I've seen the last month. Let me ask you something, and I mean this quite seriously. You impeach twice over nothing. You have a two-year criminal investigation over nothing. Um, You find out that the FBI and the intelligence agencies have been working against you since before you ran. They've got your tax returns. You've got uh, Letitia there in Albany, Letitia James, and you've got this guy Bragg gunning for you and your family and your taxes. You've got another Democrat DA in Atlanta gunning for you. Now the House has your taxes. You have the FBI basically storm into your home, a former president's home. You have a special counsel criminally investigating you with two grand juries. Uh, Don't you think you'd be a little pissed off? Boy, did I set you up with that softball, didn't I, Mark? (laughs) I mean, seriously, if people would step back and take a look, forget about president running for president. This man is the most victimized man in modern American history. No question. What has he done? Nothing. Nothing. He's done nothing. You're 100% right about all of that. He is. And believe me when I tell you. Let me finish one other thing, Sid. Yeah, sure. On the Jewish issue. He meets with this this disgusting, unhinged anti-Semite, two of them. Fuentes, who I'd never heard of either, quite frankly, but this guy, Kanye West. Okay, that was ridiculous. And he's now muscled up the people around, in my understanding, to prevent something like this from happening. But let me ask you something. Obama sat in the pews of, of this guy Wright for 20 years every Sunday, who was taken off on the Jews, taken off on America, embracing Farrakhan. 20 years, sat in the pews voluntarily with the missus, day in and day out, day in and day out, baptized his kids. What about that? Well, let me tell you. I'll tell you. Hold on now. What about Biden today? Yeah. Biden today yeah. has appointed more anti-Semites than even Obama did. And he just reversed Trump, who cut off monies to the Palestinian Authority that was using it to subsidize terrorists. They give them pensions. How many Jews you tell, you get a higher pension. It's called the Teller Force Act. Teller Force was an American citizen who was murdered by the Palestinians. Okay. So why did Biden put that back in play? Half a billion dollars of our tax dollars? I mean, I could go on and on and oh, but, on. But let me answer you. Let yeah. me answer you. Yes, sir. I-, I didn't vote for Barack Obama. I didn't vote for Joe Biden. I love Donald Trump. I don't care what those guys did. And by the way, with all you said about Barack Obama, if he ran against Donald Trump today, he'd wipe the floor with Trump. Trump has to realize he can't do and say the same I- I things he it. did I back in it. 2016. But, it's but a different shit. time. Sid, the times are different, and it's worse. The divide isn't Trump. When the whole system is out to get Trump, what do you think they're going to do to DeSantis if he's the nominee? It's already starting. What's happened here, the reason they hate Trump is because he interfered with their plans to impose this radical society. They were going to do it from Obama to Hillary. It could have been Ernie Grabowski. It didn't matter. (laughs) And so they're trying to take these people out. When you see the radicalization of our classrooms and the radicalization of our politics, when you see the corrupt media day in and day out, this is a force that we're up against. And any Republican is going to be brutalized. They're doing it now to Kevin McCarthy. They've done it to other Republicans. It doesn't matter. Republicans are all racist. 
Republicans are all homophobe. Republicans are all this or all that. And so I understand your point about Trump. I hear it all the time. I love Trump, but, and then you fill in the blank. Uh, I prefer DeSantis or somebody else. And I love DeSantis. That was a close friend of mine, too. But that's not my point. My point is, I get your point, but I want people to understand the problem is bigger. The issue is bigger. Look how they go after the Supreme Court justices. Look how they went after Clarence Thomas. Look how they go after Kavanaugh. This is the Saul Alinsky tactic. And when, when it comes to Trump, it's, on, it's in spades because he was very dangerous to them. And because of the policies he's put in place, look at what he did. He disrupted their connection to communist China and all that business. He tried to secure the border to prevent what was taking place. He did all these other things uh, with the Supreme Court and the nominees to the courts. So the left doesn't want to – look at this Twitter stuff. The left doesn't want to debate us on substance. They want to imprison us. They want to imprison Trump. They want to try and imprison the next guy. Two impeachments, how ridiculous, even when he's in Mar-a-Lago. They're fighting over documents. Are you kidding me? You're going to indict a former president over documents? <laughs> uh, I, no, I, I couldn't agree more with everything you just said. He, he is a victim. Uh, they do go after him every day with a vengeance. It is ridiculous. And the Twitter stuff you just mentioned, that's really unbelievable to think, Mark Levin, for a second, about all the folks that are on Twitter, have been on Twitter, from the Taliban to uh, some of the most hateful people in the world, and yet it was Donald Trump who received a lifetime ban, that may be the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Khomeini talking about kill all the Jews, uh, he wasn't banned. You had the former head of Malaysia, a Muslim, who said it's the right of Muslims to kill as many French as possible, millions of French. He wasn't banned. And we can go on and on and on about the kind of a sickening genocidal maniacs and, again, how they targeted Trump. That's why this Elon Musk is a... He's a hero to me, a great patriot, whatever you think of his views, and I don't even know his views, to, to pour billions and billions into a losing enterprise like this, to take all this heat. And now look what they're doing to him. Let's put Trump aside. They want the FTC to investigate him. They want the antitrust division of the, of the Justice Department to investigate him. The White House says they're keeping an eye on him. The Democrats in Congress want to hold hearings on him. Why? Because he believes in free speech? That's the problem with the left. They are, they, they are of a Marxist-Stalinist mentality. They don't want to compete on ideas. They only want to compete on politics. They want to destroy you. They're so power-hungry. They want to destroy you. So that's why I just don't fall on the line on this Trump stuff. Don't get me wrong. People will vote for whomever they want, and they'll have good reasons for it, I'm sure. It's just that the but, what comes after the I like Trump, but I deal with the what comes after the butt? Okay, but let me explain so, this to you, because yeah. I, I am on record on this show saying every morning, if the election was this morning, Mark Levin, I would vote for Donald Trump. I would still vote for Donald Trump. But, but, here comes we the butt. We will lose, you're concerned. Uh, we're going to lose. And I, we are in no position, we cannot afford to lose to another Democrat. So even though, yes, I've laid out all these things I don't like about Trump, certainly I like a lot more about him, and he was a great president, but I don't think he can win. That's a problem. Well, that's going to be sorted out in the primary. So let's all relax. Let's see what happens. Uh, we'll be able to comment on it as time comes. We'll see who challenges him if, in fact, he goes through with it. So there's a long time between now and then. What I'm concerned about now is the Department of Justice, is this phony special counsel, 
is a hardcore lefty who's been who's gone rogue before. That's exactly why they appointed him. That's what I'm concerned about. The criminal justice system, the American Stasi, the Department of Injustice. We all have to pay attention to these things because yeah. look, they just hired eight, they're hiring eighty seven thousand IRS agents and the Department of Justice prosecutes these things. This is all very bad for the American people. So that really is my focus right now. And it should be. Those are, that's a great focus. i tell you who I like, uh, Levine, is uh, McCarthy. I mean, going back to a couple of weeks ago, I'm getting rid of Swalwell. I'm getting rid of Schiff. I'm getting rid of Omar. Yeah. Then he wants to subpoena 51 different people. Then he wants to impeach Mayorkas. He wants to impeach Biden. I can't get enough the last couple of weeks of Kevin McCarthy. How about you? My take on McCarthy is simple. Uh He's done more to reach out to conservatives in Congress than Boehner ever did, than Paul, than, uh, Paul Ryan ever did, and, and, and that should be noted. And McConnell. That's number one. Oh, McConnell is a disgrace <laughs> and a disaster. <laughs> I despise that guy. Uh, but in, ter- in terms of the House, though, Sid, I mean, they don't have anybody to take him on anyway. I don't know what they're dragging their feet for. We've got to get going on these committees, organize them, get them the resources, get them the staff. They're going to have two years uh, to battle, and the Biden people have already said that they are going to try and threaten and intimidate Republicans on judiciary and oversight committees who dare to look into the Biden family. You believe that? (laughs) There's the mob right there. And to me, intimidating members of Congress who are going to investigate Joe Biden, that to me is a crime right there. Title 42 is about to go away in about eight days. The cover of today's New York Post, Mark Levin, reads... Thousands wait as border will be thrown wide open in just eight days, rush hour. And there's a picture of the thousand-plus folks that rushed the border in El Paso, Texas, on Sunday. We're not that far removed from President Biden saying, I've got more important things to worry about than, of course, fentanyl deaths and terrorists and all kinds of horror that's happening from across the border there, the southern border. Uh, Is this far and away, in your opinion, our country's biggest problem and maybe this administration's biggest failure well there's so many big problems this is certainly near the top it's not at the top you cannot have open borders and people pouring in and fentanyl pouring in and perverts and child molesters pouring in and this administration is just handing them uh, amnesty cards people don't realize they say you know there's an amnesty but they're getting amnesty all these people and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of them, we don't even know who they are, where they where are all these people? Seriously. Yeah. You got four to five million people in this country illegally. Where the hell are they? <laughs> I mean and, and 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 it's frightening that we have a president and a Democrat party that does something like this, and I'll just be honest with you. And that we lose states like New York and others in these primaries. They're worried about well this one and that. I'm thinking, are you crazy? You're voting for your own suicide. It's insane. And so no country can survive this. Rome didn't survive it, and they survived a thousand years. We're only we haven't even had three hundred years yet. No country can survive this. Why? Because you have to assimilate people into your culture. You have to assimilate people into the language. We talk about the Constitution. Many of the people coming into this country are illiterate, illiterate in their own language. They don't know the Constitution. They don't <laughs> care. And so uh, what the Democrats want to do, and Schumer said it, is not just DACA. But they want all illegals to get amnesty, which means citizenship, which means to vote. The Democrat Party 100 years ago was a racist, uh, anti-black party that supported eugenics. 
and wouldn't outlaw lynching at the federal level, even during the FDR administration. Now it's flipped. Now it's a party where you can't have enough people coming across the border, foreigners. And it's now sort of an anti-citizen party. And so or an anti-white party. It's, it's, it, racism is at the core of the Democrat Party, whether it's black, whether it's white. It doesn't matter. Whatever works for power is what the Democrat Party cares about. It's a very evil, evil entity. One thing it doesn't support is Americanism. It doesn't support Americanism. And today it doesn't support Americanism either. And that's why our schools are going to hell and everything else, as a matter of fact. But to answer your question on, on immigration, uh, yeah, it's going to destroy us. And if I wanted to write a book on how to destroy America, I'd be doing everything the Democrats are doing with crime, with open borders, with inflation, uh, the insanity of destroying our own energy independence. I'd be doing all these things, and for sure the country would be destroyed. If the Democrats stay in power, Mark Levin, how long should I wait before I start to learn Chinese? <laughs> uh well, we're already learning gibberish. <laughs> I'd say 10 years. And By the way, the show's called Sid and Friends, right? Yes. Who are the friends? You. Um, O'Reilly. Sure. Yes. You're, you're, you're like, yeah. A, yeah, you, O'Reilly, Peter King, and um, all these uh, very, very influential, beautiful, great American patriotic people. I got to ask you this. What does Mark Levin do? 12 days from today is Christmas. What does Mark Levin yes. do on Christmas Day? What do you do? Well, my wife and I are going to take a vacation. Oh, wow. Do. Yes, I, I take one week a year if I can get it. Because, uh, you know, like you, I'm pulled in 5,000 directions. I do radio. I do TV. I do digital TV. And I'm writing another book. So there's not a lot of time. People say, what do you do for a hobby? This is what I do. <laughs> It's this all is your what time. I, do I love it. Right, right. What is the, uh, the latest book going to be about? I'm not allowed to say. You're not allowed to say. Okay. All right. These I are... can't, it's, it's called Iacocca. Oh, no kidding. No, oh. I am kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say that sounds great. I, I think that was done already. Yeah, I think it was. Hey, listen, this was uh, a huge, huge honor to have you on this morning. You know, I'm a no. huge fan of yours. So thank you, Mark Levin. It was great. It was Sid, great. We love you, buddy. I love, love you, you too. And uh, I have family up there in New York where you like to hang out. They love you too. I appreciate that. Thank you. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. I love you. I'll be listening at six o'clock tonight. You are the all time best. Thank you, Mark Levin. God bless you. You too. That's my friend Mark Levin. Check him out every weeknight right here on WABC. Right after John Katsimatidis, right before Bill O'Reilly, 6 to 9 p.m. every weeknight. And, of course, Life, Liberty, and Levin, 8 p.m. Fox News every Sunday night.